0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Street Smart Sports Podcast. If you don't know, do not know who we are, my name is Zach. And I am Ross Blythe. And we are your hosts of the Street Smart Sports Podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We're going to jump right into it today. We just uh, got off of the Thursday night football game between the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this game told me a lot about three teams. Um you may be asking yourselves why three teams, because they only played two. Well, let me tell you why. Uh, one is because it told me a lot about the Tennessee Titans, um, that the fact that Gardner Minshew could eviscerate them and put up 20 points, and the, the Titans only put up, what is it, 20 to 7? 20 to 7. And this kid, is he's like not had no D1 offers coming out of college, was an undrafted free agent and now is starting for the Jacksonville Jaguars and there are the are the Jaguars 1 and 1 or are they 2 and 2 or 2 0 They are
1: 1 and 1 They're 1 and 1. Wait, well, I guess this is week 3. Week 3 so, so they'd they be, be 2 they'd and be 1. They'd be 2 and 1. Okay. Now did they lose last week? Let me check. Hold
0: up. Fact checked. They're 1 and 2. They're 1 and 2. Apologies, 1 and 2. Still though, still. Tells me a lot about um, the Jaguars that they're not horrible. But it also tells me about the Cleveland Browns. Now we'll get to that later. But as it pertains to the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, there may be a reason why they're one and two. And that is because they have a disgruntled employee. And that disgruntled employee is Jalen Ramsey, who after I believe it was week two requested a trade. It was just this last week. This is last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got into it with the head coach. And I guess that just sent him over the edge. And I don't know what that head coach
1: said. Did you see that video? Yeah, where he just... Oh, he's God. on the bench. Those two, the, His teammates sat next to him just drop their Gatorade. You know it's yeah. real whenever the Gatorade drops. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh,
0: no, Jalen Ramsey's about to <laughs> kill our head coach. I didn't realize that was the head coach over there. I thought it was a position coach at first, and then when I read into it, I saw that it was a head coach. Which is not good. For you to react like that to a head coach, that tells you a lot. That head coach must have been... Saying some things. he must have been There must have been words there, coming out of his mouth. There were some words. <laughs> yeah, not so good words. And it, that must have not been the first time that's happened because people don't react like that to, to one time. No. Why do you think that Jalen Ramsey's requesting a trade? I think he's been fed up. Fed up with the Jackson Jaguars? With the Jaguars.
1: Ever since they blew it against the Patriots two years ago. And last year they were just bad yeah. again. And then this year... They're not looking like they're headed towards anything, though. I don't know. Gardner Minshew might be their savior. But <laughs> I think Jalen I, – I don't know. I feel like Jalen – I mean, he said he wants to go win somewhere. Yeah. So – but, I, I mean, that's not really cause to – because, I mean, your contract ends in a couple of years. But right. I feel like this is just that new kind of player movement. I do agree with
0: that. I think player movement is – invading a little bit into the in the nfl um but i think it has to do with you know it's confusing to me because i remember two or three years ago we were like all on like saxonville and that jaguars defense that we were like holy crap this is a freaking this is legit defense um but, again, no one's going to go anywhere when you have Blake Bortles back there. Um, and then It's a miracle they made it as far as they did. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering, you know, if Nick Foles stays healthy, does this team look better? Because I'm a Nick Foles guy. I think he could have done something with the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, even though they don't have great weapons, um, Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl. I mean, the, the man knows how to play quarterback. Um, and so... When you have a guy like that in the back, and it, it truly was, I hate when that happens. So first week of the season, and he gets a season-ending injury, and it's just like, man, that just that's just sports sometimes. Though you can't yeah. you can't predict stuff like that. Um, but I think Jalen Ramsey has a point a little bit. Um, I don't know. I I just because I I'm trying to. Figure out how long he's been at the at the Jaguars, and if it's been this like systematic losing that he's been a part of. Um, but the good thing is is that he's not holding out, and he's not he he is playing. He, he, is, he is preparing. Playing. He's playing with his team, which is what he should be doing. Exactly. So I appreciate that. I really do. Um, now, in terms of his destination, where do you think? What teams do you think it's possible that he goes to? I know what you're about to say. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs. I'm waiting
1: on it. The AFC needs that to happen. The AFC needs it. If Jalen Ramsey goes to the Chiefs, <sighs> I, I'm at the point where like I realize that the Chiefs got outbid for Minka just because their first-round pick is not going to be No, it's good. not going to be worth it. Um, It's going to be a really low first-round pick. But if you send that, I'll send that and a player. To Jacksonville to get Jalen Ramsey, like I will send. Yeah. I, honestly, like I'm at I'm at the point where as long as we're not trading Pat, Travis Kelsey yeah. or Ty Hill, or Tyron Matthew too, like yeah. send them. Because you put uh, the defense already looks a lot better, and you they put you put Jalen Ramsey at that corner position, which is a position that the Chiefs need, and you pair him with, I mean that's a heck a heck of a defensive defensive back rotation with him and Tyron running the kind of center field and being oh, able yeah. to press up on guys. And, I mean, Jalen is one of the best corners in the league.
0: Oh, yeah, if not the best. He He's that guy that can play man-to-man and lock down an entire side of the field. Yeah. Um, And so you have two playmakers. If they were to get Jalen Ramsey, you have two dynamic playmakers in um, – Tyron Matthew and in um, Jalen Ramsey, so the AFC needs the Chiefs or the Ravens to pick up Jalen Ramsey because the Patriots are deadly right now. And I'm still under the belief that the Chiefs and the Patriots are pretty level right now. I I think that the Patriots have a slightly better defense, mm-hmm. but then again you have a you know an aging Tom Brady and uh, now that he has Antonio Brown it's a little kind of like okay oh gosh like you've got Julian Edelman and Antonio Brown and Tom Brady in that offense and it's just kind of it's back to its dominance and so um, but then again you got Patrick Mahomes and that team is on a mission so if they were to acquire a guy like Jalen Ramsey that would uh, they uh, they would be my – they still are my favorite for the AFC, but they would become, I think, a little bit more of the favorite for everyone else. Yeah. But um I w- I'm trying to think of what the Chiefs would have to give up. I think I mentioned this to you. I think they'd have to either give up Sammy Watkins or like a significant defensive player for Jacksonville yeah. and pick. Definitely have to get a pick. Definitely too. have to put that pick in there. Um, I'd be surprised if Jacksonville took anything less than a first round pick and a starter.
1: Yeah, I've seen that there's an AFC team that offered a first round pick and a player. That's kind of what I'm thinking the the deal's gonna be. Um and apparently an AFC team asked if he could play twice in one week. Really? So I don't know if that's interesting the Chiefs or not, but That's interesting. I would love that. I don't know if that's even Possible. I don't know if it is either. Man, seeing Jalen play against the Ravens this weekend would be. Oh, that would be legit. I would love that.
0: Yeah. Regardless, he needs to go to an AFC team because the NFC is stacked. I don't really even know who. I mean, of course, my Cowboys are. I'm thinking they're going to come out of the NFC, but still, that NFC is still stacked. I don't really know who's going to come out of there. No. But, um, this whole player movement thing has sparked some anger in Steve Young. And he had a take that was, you know, not really well taken. Um, He basically said that players in the NFL, like the NFL is turning into the NBA in terms of player movement and that it's not a good thing. Um, And I don't have the exact quote with me. We'll get it later. But that's essentially what he's saying. And he's saying that the owners and the coaches need to get together find out a way to make this whole thing come to a screeching halt now for me personally um i don't care i i don't care if players want to move and go around like that just because players are able to be traded on a whim and uh from one team to another without having any say whatsoever just like the nba just like every other team so if they're allowed to be traded like that um they can they can demand a trade
1: as well and and they can also they can pick up and move their stuff that's my thing is you i'm to... i'm all for player movement and i i think it makes the the league fun cuz then you don't have these really bad players stuck in or really good players stuck in really bad systems that you don't really get to see a lot of i mean it helps them thrive and helps them flourish um i do think though i, I hate the holdouts I don't the like hold that. The holdouts is what bugs me. Yes. Go out and do your job. Yes. Be an adult. Go out and perform, and show why you should be deserved you you deserve to be traded.
0: Exactly. The holdouts don't. That just infuriates me. Um. And including Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, that made me upset. Um. Here's what Steve Young said. Exactly. He said, "This is the NBA now. The NFL." is going to have to come together as a league and say, we're not going to do this because it will be insane. Every guy that's on a bad team is like, get me out of here, end quote. So I agree with what you said. Holdouts are a bad thing. Uh, And that's why Jalen Ramsey is doing it the right way. He's saying, look, I want to trade, but I'm going to play. I'm not going to leave you high and dry. That's why I don't really understand what Melvin Gordon's doing. He's still holding out and requesting a trade. Um, And what Le'Veon Bell did, he sat out an entire season. um, And you know what? For the Steelers, when Antonio Brown was requesting to be traded or released or whatever, listen, I think the Steelers got a better deal out of that. You know, is it more beneficial to have a guy on your team like that that is just forced to stay on but is unhappy? I mean, I would rather trade a guy like that especially in a team chemistry sport like football, you want everyone on the same page. And I don't care if that guy's a freaking stud athlete. If he's not bought into the program, then I'm going to find someone else who can who can come in and mm-hmm. do something. So if someone's going to hold out, I'm looking to trade him, and I'm looking for a desperate team uh, like the Raiders or like <laughs> the Dolphins that will give me like times two the return on that asset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's up to the coaches and the GMs is to handle stuff like that. Like, sorry, it makes your job a little bit more difficult, but I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be able to handle stuff like this. Yeah. So, in the NBA, I personally love the player movement in the NBA. I think it makes it really fun. I mean, we see this this season. I don't know who's gonna win. I, I, I don't know no who's idea. gonna win the NBA championship. Versus the last few, few years, we've all said the Warriors are going to win. So I, I'm really excited for it. And you know what? Like teams like the Dolphins, you know, just don't quit making the same mistakes. And yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why it's a bad thing that
1: players want to move around. It's part of the league, it's part of sports. And it helps those bad teams hit the reset button. Exactly. Because then you're not stuck having a contract with a really good player on a really bad team. You just suck for a couple years and go get you a couple draft picks. Right. But you got a draft right. I mean, that falls back on the GM. It all falls back on the GM and the coaches. Exactly. You got a draft
0: right. It's basically a lottery pick. I mean, you, you don't know what that pick's going to turn into, but you know what you have now and the assets you have now. So you got to do it with the most of what you have. Mm hmm. Um I've never seen, you know, a team like the Dolphins do what they're doing right now. Um, in terms of they're not even trying to play. They're they're not even trying to <laughs> they look so to bad. win. Um have you seen a team like that? That is just I mean, I think of I think of the Browns, but I always thought that they were actually trying to win the games. I think the Browns were just bad.
1: They yeah. Just, they were just bad. I mean the Dolphins just they were making mistakes on Sunday against the Patriots, missing throws, like blatantly missing throws. Mm-hmm. It's just, I would hate to be down there. Yeah,
0: I would be requesting a trade if I if I played for the Dolphins, not the Jaguars. I mean, tanking in football is way different than tanking in basketball because ba- football is such a violent sport. You're, yeah, you're you're getting your guys killed. Yeah, every single game. So. Like, I understand. Like, I don't really know what the Dolphins
1: are trying to do. Are they trying to reset? Like, because they don't have any good pieces, like young pieces to even really reset around. Yeah. Like, well, it's a complete. I don't know what. Because. Tear down and rebuild. I guess. You yeah. Build
0: around. Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen? He's named the starter for this week against the Cowboys. Right. So, hopefully, D Law doesn't come in and, you know, break his ankle like. Freaking uh, Miles Garrett broke Trevor Chris Simeon's Simeon. ankle. Uh, yeah, that was another thing. The Browns and the Jets. That that game was
1: hard to watch.
0: I stopped watching that game in the third quarter.
1: I watched the OBJ touchdown, and after that, uh, when it was like what twenty three to three, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, because the Jets just—do uh, they have more than five first downs that entire night? I don't. I don't even think so. I, I really don't
0: even think so. It they was, could not move the ball
1: at all. They couldn't move. They have Le'Veon Bell. That was it. And he looked good. He looked really good, but that was but it. But that was he, literally it. I feel bad for him because he's going to he's gonna get hurt this year because yeah. they're just going to overwork him because that's all they have. That's kind of the same thing that's going on. I mean,
0: both New York teams have really great running backs, and they might both get hurt <laughs> yeah. from overuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. Uh, who was the backup for the Jets that came in after Trevor Simeon? Like the Falk, Fol- yeah, Falk, Falk, yeah. There was like a momentum change whenever he came in. Like they started picking they up started the pace. They started moving the ball. I was like, oh, and this guy might be cool. They would
1: have scored, but Le'Veon had he had a fumble. Yeah. Um, like at the ten yard line or whatever, it was a really bizarre fumble. Mm-hmm. Popped right out, right into a guy's hands, right into a Browns defender's hand.
0: I was really not impressed with Baker. And I was I, not
1: impressed with the Browns as a whole.
0: Yeah, as a whole. Had Play it not calling.
1: been for that 89-yard touchdown pass and run, I don't think they would have scored a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I don't. it didn't look like they were going to. OBJ made a crazy catch, another one-handed catch, and then he basically, it, that ball was completed and that was all OBJ. Yep. I mean, from that point on. That guy is dynamic. He's he's super. I mean, he's a great athlete. He's insane. However, he got in trouble for wearing a freaking colored visor, and had to be. You know, they were in the red zone, and they gotten. They were like, he needs to come off the field because he's wearing a colored visor. This is not like it's like the watch thing. Like he knows he's not supposed to wear that, and he gets in trouble for it, and he throws a fit. Like, and then he was saying other guys wear the visor. I was like, well, that doesn't give you an excuse to wear yours. I mean, just because they don't get in trouble doesn't mean it makes it okay for you. hes I don't know. He's a crybaby. He is a crybaby. I baby, can't stand him. But he's so good. But he's so good. It yeah. makes me mad. It makes me mad how good he is. Oh, man. The Browns are in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. The Browns are in trouble. They're not going to make the playoffs. Mark my words. They're not even going to sniff the playoffs. The, the Ravens are going to take that spot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because they look good. Lamar Jackson looks freaking good. Um, But, so, Jan- Daniel Jones is starting. It's the Daniel Jones it's era. It's the Daniel Jones era. I'm, I'm I After am intrigued.
1: After the preseason he had.
0: It's very good. I'm intrigued. Way above my expectations. Yeah, mine too. Who do they play? Do you think he's going to... I hate when we put these... These expectations on these rookie quarterbacks to come out and have like, well, fantastic games. He's playing the Bucks this week. Oh, that's a great game for him to start. Yeah,
1: it's at Tampa Bay,
0: so that's a good game for him to start. Man,
1: it's a yeah.
0: I think he will keep on with the preseason and play above our expectations. I don't think, I, you know, sports fans, you all listening out there, you need to pump the brakes on these rookies that come in and play. This is a way different level than college football, okay? Yep. They need time to get used to this league. So this will be his first, you know, starter reps. It'll be way different. It'll be a lot faster than preseason football. Yep. So if he makes some mistakes, do not freak out, Okay. He is a rookie. I better not see anybody calling him
1: a bus after yeah. the first game.
0: I, I've i changed my mind on him a little bit just because I've seen the preseason, and I thought he was a bum. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought he was a bum, but he can, he can throw the ball. He made some throws. Yeah, and he's got Saquon. He's got weapons. So We'll see. I think th- I'm hesitant to say they'll win that game just for his sake. I hope they win that game for his success. Do you think he starts the rest of the season? Yes. Yeah. I think, do you think Eli's just
1: done? I think Eli's done. Yeah. I think. Should he be done? I think he should be done. Yeah. He hasn't looked good. He has not at all.
0: I think the really only reason he started is because the owner had a hard on for him.
1: Uh Completely. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, was like, no, we have to play Eli Manning. Listen. They felt like they had to do some kind of service to him. I mean,. Yeah, I think he's done. I do too. I think he's. I think he's done. I hope he's done for the fact that his. Did you see what his record is? Uh-uh. He's one sixteen and one sixteen. It's perfect. You just need to be done. Wow. Even five hundred. Yep. Just, just, just call it. Just call it quits.
0: <laughs> just call it quits, man. You can be. You'll be okay. And that's
1: really sad because I feel like this is. We're seeing a lot of quarterbacks phase out. I know from the quarterbacks that we grew up watching. Yes.
0: I know it is sad. Like, like UI, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Like this might be his last season. It's, it, he got it's hurt. not his ben, last season.
1: Ben, it might be his last season. Ben's elbow. Yeah, I know. Man, everyone that we grew up watching. Philip Rivers. All these quarterbacks are old now. And then there's. Man. think Tom Brady.
0: Who is still kicking somehow, some way.
1: He's a calf injury. Mark my words. Achilles. <laughs> Watch out. Achilles.
0: How much longer do you think? Tom Brady plays in the NFL is he 42 I, I don't even know is he 40 right now
1: he's he's over 40
0: he's 41
1: probably he, I for some reason I want to say 41 or 42 let me check fact
0: check holy cow I've never seen anything like it's like Brett Favre except Brett Favre wasn't he's 42 like Tom Brady is he is 42 right now Gosh, does he play until he's 45? I hope <laughs> not. I really hope a 45 not. A 45-year-old quarterback. How infuriated are you as a defense if you can't stop a 45-year-old quarterback? It's bad. Also, is he going to have, like, is he going to be able to walk when he gets, like, older? That's my like, thing. Like, if he gets, like, to 55, all of his, like, wear and tear... Like does his body just completely shut down at some point? <laughs> it's gonna shut down at some point. It's gonna shut down at some Brett point. Brett Favre is still kicking in his Levi jeans. His <laughs> <laughs> it copperware, copper, wear, copper this arm. Copper, yeah. The, oh the, yeah. The, the, the copper, Yeah. And Peyton Manning. I think that was my first. Like gosh, he's not playing anymore. It was Peyton Manning. Yeah. That Peyton was Manning weird. retiring. It was weird for me. I was like, man, he's a legend. So
1: the next one is for me would be Drew Brees. I think Drew will be the next one out. He's forty. Yeah. And that thumb did not look good. I think I think you'll have I think he'll have one more year. Yeah. Two if something just drastically changes.
0: What I don't want in you know It's different because with Mellow – I didn't love Melo like, watching him, like, playing and growing up. I wasn't like, oh, man, Melo's the best. And so, like, seeing him decline wasn't that big of a deal for me. Yep. And so I was kind of like, Melo, get out. Um, but for Drew Brees, I would be heartbroken if he, what happened I mean, to him was, was, like, Eli Manning. Yeah. He goes out there and he starts sucking really bad. and Especially that, after he
1: almost won MVP last year.
0: Yes. That would hurt me personally to see that. That's what I don't want to happen. I want him to end on a high note. Yep. Uh, ben is kind of like, eh, to me. <sighs> ben is my Carlo, Carmelo Anthony. I don't like Ben.
1: You don't like Ben? Mostly because I don't like the person that Ben is. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I, I'm less attached okay. to, to Ben. I'm more to I was I'm not really that attached to Ben Roethlisberger. I was a Saints fan for a hot minute. I remember that. You told me that. I was a Saints fan for probably a good span. Of so you and Drew Brees are kind of close. Three years. After Katrina. So Katrina, I became a Saints fan because I was like, oh man, they I feel me. indebted to this city. You <laughs> about never lived there. <laughs> You're like, they need me. They need me. So I was a fan through Katrina all the way through when they won the Super Bowl. And they won the super bowl and i was like i've done my deed uh, I, I must go i must leave <laughs> and that's when i moved back to being a Chief chiefs fan, fan during a rough
0: patch Chief you chose a great time to leave like to you know to take a sabbatical on being a chiefs fan i feel like there were some rough years i feel like i should have taken a sabbatical from being a cowboys fan We've
1: we've we've both lived through some some dark days. Some dark days, <laughs> to say the least. I hope I hope they are over. They were that we're on the up and up. I'll never forget the Chiefs starting Tyler Thigpen at quarterback. Oh, gosh, yeah. How many teams did that guy bounce around to? Oh man, that was the Chiefs team that
0: won like three games. Oh man, rough. Redskins. I remember the almost undefeated Cowboys going into the freaking playoffs and losing the first
1: game. Against the Packers,
0: that that amazing throw by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah,
1: that. Uh, the Cowboys have had some heartbreaking playoff losses. Not a whole lot,
0: like you know, like the time there were Romo fumbled the Romo fumble. The Romo
1: fumble. I think didn't Romo have like a I think couple? that took off five years of my life. <laughs> yeah, same, when I wasn't even a Cowboys fan. I think um, didn't didn't Romo have a couple bad playoff losses? Oh yes. He was not clutch. He was not
0: clutch. Well, the thing about Tony Romo was he was not clutch. The man could play well for three quarters. And then the fourth quarter comes out. And then he realizes that his girlfriend, Britney Spears, is up in the press box watching him. And then he gets nervous and pees down his leg. <laughs> That's literally what happened. So, <clears throat> yeah, we have, the, those two come to mind. Oh, and then the Dez catch. The, oh. the the catch how do we forget about that I don't know it's just been so pushed so far to the back of my mind I don't think about that Man. there's just a lot of heartbreak with the Cowboys that the trend is. <laughs> that's why like I fight so hard for them I'm like please for the love of God <laughs> let us come back to like the Michael Irving and T- Troy Aikman era and God I, I want it back so bad <laughs> but nevertheless yeah, if Drew Brees retires, that'll be a sad day for me. Uh, I can't think of really anyone else that has retired yet that has, has really impacted me. Like, wow, like he's not playing anymore. The
1: Andrew Luck thing was weird.
0: That was weird. I don't know. I wasn't how much it wasn't attached to him, but it was weird. Me. It was weird. Uh, Romo, I, at the time, I didn't. I I just. I'm not a Romo fan. You, you guys that are out there, you're like, "Oh, Romo was good." I don't. I really don't agree with you, and we can debate that later. But that wasn't sad for me when he left. Um really the only ones was was uh, Peyton Manning. Paint Manning was, was got me. He got me in my heart.
1: Yeah, that was that was definitely weird. Definitely
0: not Joe Flacco when he retires. He's on the he's on the Eli Manning totem pole right now. Joe Flacco's the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. You know what? That might be more true than my take on Eli Manning being the worst quarterback to win, it. A, to win a Super
1: Bowl. Joe Flacco's horrible, horrid. Literally, the only thing good about him that people have always said is he has a good arm. What else does he? Do? He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything else. Okay, he, he can can't throw, move. He can throw a sixty-five-yard ball. Big deal. It doesn't matter if he can't move around the pocket. Exactly.
0: He's like a freaking Italian sausage back there. Just, Just flopping, flopping about. Around. He's got his feet stuck in the mud. He can't move. And meanwhile you got a freaking future franchise quarterback and Drew Locke who's sitting on the sidelines watching that. You think he gets better watching Joe Flacco?
1: Probably not. He'd be I would say if he hadn't broken his hand in the preseason, he would be playing this year. Yeah. At some point. He probably would. Because I don't think the Broncos are going to, they're not going to score 100
0: points. Who's worse, the Broncos or the Dolphins? Who would you rather play? I'd probably rather play the Dolphins, but then again, if I'm playing the Broncos, I'm, I'm really, I don't even think I do a scouting report.
1: I'm going to say Dolphins, just because I think the Broncos' defense That's true. is pretty good. But the only problem is is their defense is good, but if they're on the field... They can't score any points. No, they, the offense is almost four and out every single time. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, you really only have to try and figure out how to score points. You don't have to worry about them scoring any against you because God knows that then that's not going to happen. They've, through
1: two games, they've scored 40 points. Yeah. No, 30 points. I can't add. 16 and 14. Nah. It's
0: not going to win you games. No. Nah. Um. Yeah. So, what is going on with, like, this is the last thing about the NFL, and then we're going to move on to college football, but what is going on with Minshew? Like, Minshew versus, ba- like, Baker. I think we need to d- digest a little bit more, but what, is go- what happened to Baker?
1: I don't know. Like, how does Gardner Minshew? It makes me feel a lot better because Gardner carved up the Chiefs. And I feel a lot better after watching him last night yeah. about that. Because I think he's legitimately. A legit quarterback? He's pretty good. And he has that swagger about him. He's like Baker, but better right he's now. He's Baker, but better. He's a
0: better Baker.
1: He is a better Baker. He's a better Baker because he, I just got to keep saying better Baker. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a but trademark. I think he's better because he. I love. I don't love Baker. I respect Baker. Okay. But Baker ran his mouth way too much. Yes. For ha- having accomplished next nothing. to nothing. Next to, ne- next to nothing. You want a Heisman in college? Congratulations. Yeah. You were. You, won a you were two play two quarters away from making the national championship game. Congrats. Congratulations. But guess what? It's the NFL. Yeah. You're you're in the new in the new stage of life.
0: There's no excuse on his part because you have so many weapons. You have Nick Chubb, you have Odell Beckham Jr. You have Jarvis Landry, you have a David Njoku. Joku. Mm-hmm. Not being able to put points on the board is is on it's on him and the ball's not coming out on time he's not in rhythm i don't understand what his is wrong with him his
1: motions off too i don't know if you've noticed that yeah it's herky it's it's herky jerky
0: it is weird it's it, like he's messed up his throwing form and i don't know what it is because nothing n- no ball that comes out of his hand it doesn't look good good no it doesn't so i don't know what is going on with him like it, it's just a completely different person. Um, whereas Gardner Minshew is just carving up defenses. He looked, I mean, he looked good. And the guy's confident, but he is poised. He's like, really poised. He is. He is. And Baker is poised when he is playing. He he looks poised, almost too hesitant
1: though. It's like Baker's scared to make a mistake. Yes. I didn't realize that Gardner against the the Texans the week before was twenty three of thirty three for two thirteen and a touchdown. And that was his first start, right? That was his first complete game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean against the even against the Chiefs, he two seventy five and two touchdowns. See that's good he only stuff he right missed there. three throws. He was twenty two of twenty five. Wow. That's insane. That's incredible. So
0: in this season, twenty nineteen Gardner Minshew is a better Baker.
1: He is Baker Mayfield, but better. But better. It's interesting. Watching him against the Titans, I mean, that Titans defense that decimated the Browns offense.
0: I mean, you would have... In your head, you think of the Tennessee Titans being two completely different teams. No. You just realize how bad the Browns actually are. Yeah. And how much trouble they really are in. Yeah. Because on a Jets team... That was that was is just awful. I mean, the Jets the Jets might be worse, or on level with the Dolphins right now. Yeah. Um, again, they have better defense, but still, um, you really realize how how much trouble the Browns are in this season. And the Jaguars, who knows, Minshew might make Jalen Ramsey second second guess his trade request. I don't know. I don't know. I could get behind that guy. Some of his stuff is weird. Uh, you know, when he's... Stretching in a locker room. Stretching in a... Just a, a jock strap. A jock strap is weird. But, hey, if he wins games, that's all I care about. We're power to him. So, uh, we'll transition to some college football talk. There's um, some big games this weekend. There are some really big games this weekend. Um, I Let's go through just who is playing, like the marquee games. And then we'll each give you our... Upset of the week, or upset um, to to watch.
1: So there's really good games all day long at every time slot. So at the 11 o'clock time slot, the early time slot, um, we have um, the 11th-ranked Michigan Wolverines um, at the 13th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers. Okay. Um, At the 2.30 afternoon slot, we have Auburn against Texas A&M. That... Texas A&M, that quarterback peed down his leg
0: when he played against the Clemson Tigers. I'm going to be interesting to see
1: how he responds to this game at home against Auburn. Um, And then the night games. uh, I'm going to throw this in here just because we're in Oklahoma, but OK State State. against uh, Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And then Notre Dame, Georgia is the – Oh, that's the Saturday
0: that's night the, game? That's the big dog. Is that where um, game day's at? I believe. I, I, think it, I think it would be. Or maybe it's at Michigan, Wisconsin. I don't know. Let me check real quick. I don't, I don't know. Either one of those games probably be better um, to, to have it at. Um, so, as I walk through this list, you know, Tennessee is playing Florida. Florida's horrible. Um, they're 3-0, and but don't let that fool you. They are horrible. Um, Tennessee is also terrible. They're 1-2. and So Florida should beat them. Just Tennessee's abysmal. Um, there were some close games last week, but this week um, we're each going to pick our upset of the week. Now, as I go through this list, I'm looking, I'm analyzing, I'm seeing uh, what could possibly happen here. And really, the one I see that could surprise a lot of people and be really good for the Big 12 is Oklahoma State versus Texas. Tell them about it. Let's go. Okay. I have Oklahoma State. That's my upset of the week. I have... Oklahoma State beating Texas at Texas. Now, let me tell you why, okay? We saw from the LSU Tigers what a high-powered offense can do to a Texas defense. Now, Oklahoma State is very well known for having high-powered offenses, okay? They're a team that is... As good, you know, puts up just, as about, just about as many points as OU does, but their defense is even worse than OU, if you can believe that. Um, their quarterback has already thrown for over 600 yards, has seven touchdowns, and only one interception. Now, translate that to a- Ellinger. Ellinger has passed for over 950 yards and has 11 touchdowns. Okay, now, I believe Oklahoma State has played a little bit tougher opponents, But I think that they have a better running game than um, Texas does Uh, because they have a running back that has rushed for over 500 yards and a Texas running back has rushed for over 100 yards. Okay. So very big differences when you look at that. Um, I think that this game comes down to who can stop the other one because I, I don't think that Oklahoma State's defense is fantastic. I also don't think Texas defense is, is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, it'll all come down to how quick Oklahoma State can come out and put some points on the board. Um, when you look at their team stats for this year so far, they have only played three games, but Oklahoma State has scored 49 points per game. Texas has scored 43. Now, okay, take into mind that Texas has played LSU, okay? OSU has not played anyone like like LSU. Um, points allowed per game, OSU has allowed 23.7, Texas has allowed 24. Okay. Um, now, all I'm saying is that <clears throat> Oklahoma State has had three big wins this season. They have scored 52 points against Oregon State. They won 52 to 36. Then they beat some no name team 56 to 14. Then they beat Tulsa 40 to 21 okay, um, Texas last last three games where they beat Louisiana Tech 45-14, uh, then they lost to LSU 45 to 38. that game tells you a lot because a high powered offense will score a lot of points against them, okay? They also scored 38. Um, that's why I think it's going to be a shootout. Then they beat Rice 48-13 okay So that's my upset of the week Oklahoma State beats Texas at Texas.
1: That was actually the one I was gonna go with, but, but oh, sorry, I, didn't I mean steal it. I am gonna go with a different one. I'm gonna go BYU over Washington. Oh, okay, I didn't even see um, that. Washington is a six and a half point favorite. <laughs> it is over BYU. I watched that BYU USC game last week. You don't mess with BYU at home. No, BYU at home is insane. They have a that head coach at BYU is a heck of a ball coach those Um, those mormons turn it on whenever you know you they rushed the field last week and there was an interception the end of the game and they had to review it and they had to get everybody back out off the field Mm. and then as soon as they confirmed the call they all came right back on the field it was a sight to behold (laughs) but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go BYU over washington okay this week
0: BYU over Washington. I think that's a really good uh, – I think that's a good pick. Um, and it's
1: just going to It's gonna hurt – the, the Pac-12 is going to get left out again. Yes. Out of the playoff yes. this year. It's just – it is what it is. It is what it is. Um,
0: you look at the stats for both teams, it's very similar. Very, very similar in terms of, you know, how many yards they've passed for and uh, rushing yards. It's very, very – two very close teams. Two very, very close teams. Um. so yeah I think I think that's a good pick I think that could ha- I could I really think that could go
1: I'm waiting for this this Oklahoma Oklahoma State it's gonna happen
0: okay let's pick also the ranked games so um, and we'll, review, we'll we'll make sure that we mark down who picked who for next week and we can figure it out the ranked games the ones that really like count like the Michigan State or not Michigan State Michigan versus Wisconsin Auburn A&M and Notre Dame uh, Georgia and then, um, and then we also have our fourth pick. So we'll, we'll record those as well. If we if we get our upset pick right, that'll be our fourth. fourth. So we're we're picking four games. Yep. So we already picked one. We're gonna pick two, more, three, more, three more. Um, Michigan versus Wisconsin. Now, Michigan. You know how I feel about Michigan. Um, they Could, go ahead. Go yo.
1: I'm looking at the stats okay. right now. Yeah. Wisconsin hasn't allowed a point.
0: I know this yes. year. Yes, I saw. Yes, I heard that. What? And they played good teams. They played <laughs> what? Yes, like USF. That's not a scrub team. And then uh, CMU, uh, Central Michigan University. Shoot. Like that's garbage time reps, and still they don't even score a point. That's that t- that tells you a lot. Um, that is very true. Very very true. So points allowed per game. Wisconsin has zero, and Michigan has 21. They've allowed 21 points per game. Now, points per game, Wisconsin has scored a 55, and Michigan has scored 32. Just looking at stats, it is incredible. It is incredible what the Wisconsin Badgers have been able to do. Now, in the last two games for Michigan, they beat uh, Middle Tennessee State 40-21. to now, this last week was very telling, um, but this was also very similar to what happened to OU. They played Army, and Army uh, almost beat them. They beat Army by three in double overtime. Mm-hmm. Gave them a scare, just like they gave OU a scare last year. So that's not really, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we just never need to schedule our Army ever again. Nope. I'm going to pick the Wisconsin Badgers to win versus Michigan.
1: I am as well. Simply because of Wisconsin's running back.
0: Yes. Jonathan they're gonna Taylor. run
1: all over
0: Michigan. Yeah. And it's at Wisconsin. I think they're gonna win that game. Um now Auburn and A M. It is at A and M and we all remember last you know, last week when Auburn played not Auburn, uh A and M played Clemson. Or not last week, the week before last. They played Clemson and Clemson put on twenty four and they lost twenty four ten. They haven't played anyone else besides Clemson, A&M. But then again, well, Auburn has played Oregon. They should have lost that game, they actually. They should have lost that game. Um, then they played, looks like, Tulane and then Kent. And they beat both those teams pretty handily. They didn't put as many points on the board against Tulane as I would have liked to see. They put it was 24-6 twenty four to against Tulane, and then they won fifty five sixteen 16 against Kent. AM only lost 24 to 10 against Clemson, and it's at AM. Now this comes down to quarterback play for me. Did you watch this Clemson game against AM? I watched a little bit of
1: it, and I was not as impressed with Bond as I was the first. He week.
0: was rattled. He was very rattled in that big game. Yep. Then again, Auburn should have lost that game to Oregon. But Oregon, I think they've they've won their game. I mean, they've they've bounced back and have Put it on other opponents. So Oregon's no team
1: they're, they're no joke. Oh man. If AM stops the run, I'm going to AM. Okay. I'm gonna pick A and M. Okay. I'm gonna go Auburn. I'm gonna say Auburn wins. Um What's amazing me is that A and M's actually a three and a half point favorite. They are? Yes. That's interesting. They are the
0: favorite, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go Auburn on this one just because I think they that win ha- has them going on a lot of momentum, and I feel like if they if they hit a And M in the mouth early, they're gonna be like, oh crap, this is Clemson all over again. But then again, that quarterback's deadly if he's playing well, so I'm taking the chance on that quarterback not playing very well. Um. And then we have Notre Dame and Georgia. You all know how I'm going to pick this freaking game, but Ross might have a different opinion than me.
1: It's not going to be close. It's not
0: going to be close at all. It's really not. The world will
1: know how bad Notre Dame actually is after this game. SEC football, as much as it's, it's, it's different. It is a lot different. It's just different. Yeah. And Notre Dame's, they're going to get killed. It's not going to be pretty. And it's at Georgia, too. Yeah. It's Georgia at night. Game day's there. Um, Can I tell
0: you how many yards, rushing yards allowed Notre Dame has? 230. In, in Notre Dame has played two games. 230 yards rushing they've allowed. And those big uglies up front for Georgia.
1: Georgia's averaging right now 287 yards a game rushing. If Louisville and New Mexico can
0: put it together, combined 230 yards rushing,
1: imagine what Georgia's going to be able to do. Well, Georgia has their running back is insane. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, well, you showed you showed me a picture of him earlier. Year. He's freaking jacked. Yeah.
1: Uh, DeAndre Swift. Okay,
0: he played last year, didn't he?
1: I believe. I feel like so. I heard that name a lot. He's fast. He's strong, as all SEC running backs are. It's. Um, he was getting some. A few people were predicting him to win the Heisman. He was fourteen to one odds to win the Heisman. Heisman's kind of up
0: in the air. Trevor Lawrence doesn't look as good as people are expecting him to. But,
1: no, DeAndre Swift is – he's just another line of great Georgia running backs.
0: Just yeah. They're known for him.
1: pounding the ball down your
0: throat, man. They're, gonna, they're That's gonna what ruin, they're going to
1: do to Notre Dame. They're going to ruin them. And it's going to be
0: over by halftime. It, it is. Okay, last thing we're going to talk about is this uh, Tim Tebow take on – well, it's not even Tim – I mean, it's kind of the whole – process of what's happening, but and sp- specifically Tim Tebow's take on uh, this whole is California that passed a law that said that college athletes can be paid for the use uh, or uh, compensated for the use of their name.
1: Yeah, fair, fair pay to
0: play, fair pay to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said basically that it takes away the value of being an alumni and uh, playing for your school. Um and such and such along the lines of that essentially what he's saying is that he doesn't like the fact that college athletes can be paid for them to play and you know at first glance you tend to agree but then when you dig a little bit deeper and you realize the demographic of most of the players that and I'm not being mean I'm just being completely honest here the demographic of the kids that normally get these scholarships, a lot of them don't necessarily come from, you know, middle class, upper middle class backgrounds. And so for them, it's make or break NFL. And so if they were to be paid for their college, I understand they're getting their education paid for, but it it helps... Because where does that money go? I mean, the the NCAA and universities make so much money, and for some of it to go to back to the players, I feel like they
1: could live with that. It, be, it could be okay. I feel like it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm and, also to the point where I just really want NCAA football back. I know, right? That would change everything. On the PlayStation. That's Yeah, that's so really why we want it. That's, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. That why that's I'm the real reason. Forward. But I think it's... I've wavered on this so much. I know. And my thoughts change on it almost daily. You have getting, to catch me on the right day. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, just because there's a lot of money in college sports. My thing is... I just don't know how I I don't... That just opens up so many avenues, though. It does. And to say that a football player at Alabama is getting paid the same money as somebody on the women's swim team or the women's golf team is confusing to me. Is that what they're saying? I don't know. I I hope not. I don't know what... I haven't looked into it.
0: I haven't either, but... From what I can tell, like, the more, like...
1: So like, is like, it equal across the board
0: or not? I don't not? think so. I don't think that's what they're saying. Like, it, like football and maybe basketball, those high-level, like, the I mean, more you are, use their names. The moneymakers like, right there. The moneymakers, yes. Um, I I would not agree if it was, like, swimming and... Not to say those sports are lesser, but... They don't gain as much revenue as other sports do. So, a lot of those things, like that's the thing too, is it just you know, like if, if you, you let football players get paid, why not freaking let bowling players be paid? Are we okay with that? Esports, like, and what's the scale? Like, what's the scale? What's the scale on how much they're paid? I that's... mean, you're that's... Just, if you're gonna open that can of worms, which they did. In California, and it looks like they're gonna start passing laws to where the NCAA can't even do anything about it. It's like the NF when the NCAA tries to say like no, like that's unlawful. Down with the NCAA!
1: (laughs) I'm here for it. Beginning of the end for the NCAA. Um, I need to read up more on the I do the bill,
0: but. No. I understand some perspectives of it and then I understand you know it's it's a two-sided coin you it know? is it, it's one of those things where I it, it is way easier to just not pay them because you are giving them full scholarship and yeah it's just way easier to do that because if you open the can of worms that is play, that is paying college athletes there are just so many different factors that go into that. Because so, yeah. sports are not equal in terms of the revenue they bring to the college, to the university. Yeah. So, and I don't know if the university would be paying them. I don't know if the state would be paying them. I don't even know. I don't know what would happen there. But it's an interesting thought. And Tim Tebow, he usually comes out with one really good rant per year. I thought it was a good rant. This I mean, was it. it was, this, was, this was his rant. It was just a little bit more controversial than the last year's. But... You know, controversy and Tim Tebow go hand in hand. Um, all right, <clears throat> that's all we got for the Street Smart Sports podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will be back next week to unveil um, our picks, whether or not we we won or lost, and our record for this week. Um, thanks for listening. Ross, closing remarks.
1: Thank you for listening to the Street Smart Sports Podcast. Um, You can listen to us on Spotify, on Anchor, and on wherever you may listen to your podcast. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Subscribe, leave a review, leave a like, um, leave five stars, and let us know what we do right and what we need to fix. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Street Smart Sports Podcast.